1: The topic of today's show is women of influence, women who are making a great impact on the world. And if you're listening and you've been feeling that call lately, like you have something to share with the world, like there are people out there waiting for the message you have to share, but you just aren't quite sure how to make that impact, today's show is all about interviewing people who have made an impact. You're going to walk away with some tangible tips to be able to uh, make that impact on the world you desire. And I just wanted to start today. I know many of you have been listening for a while. You've probably heard me talk about this, but I remember that moment. It was after doing a yoga session in my bedroom, up in my master bedroom. I lived in a small town in Idaho, and I've been running a business. I had a reach of a couple thousand people around the country. And after doing my yoga session, I'll never forget, I was laying in Shavasana. All of a sudden, it hit me. Uh, It hit me that it was time for me to step up. That it was time to make a greater impact on the world, that there were people out there that needed to hear the message, the things that I had learned, that I needed to be that conduit to be able to help lead them into greater light and love and understanding to help them have a better life. And I remember after heeding that call and, and just hearing it, laying there and just saying, God, universe, I surrender please, I just want to be an instrument in your hands and making this greater impact on the world. And within nine short months, I was was making a greater impact on the world. I had now a reach of millions. I had the TV show. I had a radio show. um, This radio show that you're listening to now, this podcast radio show. And... I also was starting to speak on stages internationally. I just published a book and there was no way that I could have even imagined how that would all happen. But there was just this moment of surrender and it felt so good. I remember receiving emails and and testimonials and calls from people that said, thank you so much for being that conduit of light and love in my life, for making the impact on me, for teaching me tools that I needed to hear. And my desire on the show today is if you're feeling that call, that you walk away with some inspiration, with some ideas, with some opportunities in your life to make that greater impact that you've been desiring. And I've invited on today's show three very special women. And um, today we're, we're focusing on women. And the reason why is because I feel like. The universe right now, the world is calling for that feminine energy, feminine leadership to step up. So these feminine leaders that I have on the show today, I've chosen because I felt divinely guided and led to have these individuals on. They've all made a great impact and they've done it in spiritual alignment. Something we say here at Legendary is miracles are inevitable when you align with your truth. And I've seen in these women's lives the miracles that they've not only created in their own life, but in the life of many other women and people out there in the world. So I'm really excited. And as you know, I... I don't really like to read bios. I've got them here, so I if I need to hop in, um, or I, at least I know some of these people, so if I need to hop in, I can share more, but I'm going to give them an opportunity to just authentically, from their heart, introduce themselves and uh, the impact that they've been able to make on the world. So this is a place for unapologetic bragging about yourself, and uh, we're going to start today with Sheila. Uh, Sheila Wright is joining us today from Steamboat Springs, Colorado. I just spent a week with Sheila down in Mexico at a spiritual retreat there, a meditation retreat led by Dr. Joe Dispenza. I was so impressed with her energy and her light and all that she's doing in the world. So Sheila, I just wanted to give you an opportunity to let our listeners know a little bit more about you and how you're making an impact and how you've made an impact on the world. Sheila?
2: Thank you, Allison. Unapologetic bragging. I love chances to do that. Uh, so let's see where do I start um, I am a, a professional coach I work with executives in organizations uh, really with the intention of creating new futures for these organizations uh, through a variety of different types of work so you know we work with the leadership teams we uh, we lead um, alignment sessions and we train them in trust and accountability and and, um, but really with the intention to shift mindset, how they view the world um, versus just giving them tips. And so that's extremely satisfying. I, um, I've, um, in my history, I've worked with Werner Earhart for directly for six years. He's the, um, you know, by many, he's considered the father of transformation. Uh, he founded the S training in the seventies, which later became Landmark Education. Uh, In addition to working with him, I also led uh, transformational leadership courses at Landmark Education, which is a global organization that does individual um, transformational courses. Uh, I've worked with Dr. Joe Dispenza for a number of years as a team leader at his events. I became acquainted with him originally because uh, six years ago, uh, I began attending his events and very quickly, um, my... uh, Experiences and brain scans attracted the attention of the scientists that work on his team. I'm currently um, featured in both his um, most recent book, Becoming Supernatural, and also his online workshop in which he tells my story and shows my brain scans, which um, during uh, meditations have gotten up into the millions of my brain has been generating millions of megahertz of, of, of energy. So um, I've been really blessed to participate with his team on supporting other people who are waking up, who are discovering meditation, who are having uh, supernatural experiences, and I get to and I have the opportunity to support them as well. So that's a little bit about me.
1: I love that, and that brings a whole new meaning. You know, in the intro to my show, it says where well, you hear more from the fascinating minds of today, and you really <laughs> do have a fascinating mind. It's been proven through study.
2: Yeah, definitely, we're not hearing you, Allison. So. Um, maybe it's to avoid any dead space, I could ask Kimberly to go ahead and introduce herself.
3: Thank you, Sheila. Yeah, I'm happy to. Uh, first of all, what a treat. I love getting to be on this on this show today because I've read Dr. Joe Spenza's book and it's just um, such a novel and fun experience to get introduced to you. And, and I'm excited to learn more about charity as well. Um, just to give you guys a little bit of insight My name, like Sheila said, is Kimberly Rich, and I'm the founder of the Bold Life Movement, which is the umbrella under which I lead international retreats and do one-on-one coaching. And essentially, my entire mission is just to help people lead bolder, better lives. And what that often looks like is I help high achievers to connect with their higher self to overcome stress and fear of failure and fear of what other people are going to think, and to really just lead a life full of fulfillment, and you know, a couple of ways that I've been able to step into my own boldness over the years is uh, I, I gave a TEDx talk a couple of years ago called "The Antidote to Regret," which was really meaningful for me because I at the time I had pretty much no speaking experience, and so to be able to to land that opportunity and then. Um, confidently execute what I I consider to be my mission statement was just such a gift. And it's something that I use as an example for anyone that I work with in that anything you can see in your mind, you can see in your life and whatever you desire is possible and it desires you too. So whether that's a dream of creating an impact on the world or that's a dream of starting a business or starting a family, when you really put yourself out there and you're bold enough to assert your desires and to take action towards them, like the universe cannot help but deliver. So it's really, it's really meaningful to be here today connecting with Allison, because that, uh, that friendship in and of itself is just another example of boldness and synchronicity and, uh, and yeah, and I'm happy to share more throughout the course of the show, but I would love to, to hear from charity as well.
1: Oh, you guys are so such rock stars. I'm back. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. You know what? <clears throat> this is amazing. And Charity, we're going to hear from you in a minute. I've never had this happen during a show before. I think the frequency of the amazing women on this show actually – like blew my internet circuit. So <laughs> I love
3: that <laughs> you guys are so too crazy. high
1: from Joe's Spence that I'm It'll too high it. from interacting with you. <laughs> oh, that's so true. So Kimberly, I know that you're amazing and, and shared your amazingness and charity. would love to hear from you too. And also I just want to point this out. This is what happens when you have a star women. Like, I mean, you guys don't miss a beat and this is what I love about <laughs> it. So. Char- charity, go ahead.
4: So I'm going to echo and just say yes and amen to everything that uh, Kimberly said and you said, Allison. It's a a privilege uh, to be on with you all today. So we're talking about um, women of influence and how to serve at a higher level. And I'm looking at your um, avatar. And I'm the lioness, by the way. So we're talking about standing in power and authority, et cetera. So when I saw your picture there, I was like, okay, that maybe is another reason why I love her so much. But um, I am a a few things. First of all, I'm a lioness heart. And what that means is I live boldly, bravely, authentically, and unapologetically. I just choose to do that. And that has led me to have some really amazing experiences in life, in business, in relationships, etc. So I founded the Create Your Own Economy movement. And how that started was some time ago. I went through a really dark place after my divorce, and I was watching The Lion King, of all things, Allison. I don't know if I've ever shared this story with you, and while on the floor watching The Lion King after everything had dropped completely, when I say completely, I'm not leaving any stone unturned, completely out of my life, um, I was listening to that part in the film where Mufasa begins to speak to Simba, and he tells him after Simba is in this very lost, dark, and unsure place, you are more than what you have become, and I left the the film spiritually and went into another place where I heard the voice of God speaking to me, hey, you are more than this, you're more than what you've become, and that has led to a really revolutionary way of the way I now approach life boldly. Uh, At the end of that video, you remember Simba ascends to Pride Rock. I live in that space now where I constantly choose to ascend. And that has led me to found the Create Your Own Economy movement, where I really challenge legislature and I challenge business owners to create sustainable spaces for women. And then I talk to women about how to do that. Why do we need the funding we need? How do we lobby Congress for more funding? Uh, It's led me to also lobby the UN. I petitioned the UN to uh, officially recognize a day that I founded, Girls Global Leadership Day, where I take girls in the U.S. And we talk to girls in STEM areas in Israel, Ethiopia, other places around the world. And we create these connections and synergy with them. Well, after spending time with these girls, I'm now lobbying the UN to uh, make sure that women in indigenous areas can own land. And without going into all of that, essentially, what that means is, if women have land, they have a right and a say in their lives, their economics, their pol- uh, their politics, their social standing, because they have land. And while we may take home ownership for granted here in the U.S., um, many women around the world do not. And so I'm lobbying now to make sure that there are opportunities globally for women in underserved areas to own land, to take care of their families. So that's what I'm up to right now.
1: Wow, I, I got the chills. I love you sharing all that you're doing to help support women and help them step into power throughout the world. And I love that you shared that moment when you had that calling, when you felt that calling to make a greater impact. And um, I want to ask Sheila, and then Kimberly, I'm going to give you a chance to Sheila, was there that moment for you, like I'm, I'm going to call it the Lion King moment now because uh, Charity had that while she was watching Lion King, but did you have that moment, the Lion King moment, when you just felt like like you had this calling to make a greater impact in the world. You, you had this feeling that it was time to step up.
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I'd have to say that I've had, you know, sort of a series of those. Um, I think, you know, originally I was so rocked to the core by a transformational course that I took, um, you know, about 15 years ago in which I felt really strongly that I wanted other people to discover you know, what I had discovered, which is basically that life inherently uh, doesn't mean anything and that we can add our own meaning. We can create anything. We can have what we want. And there was definitely a call right there, too. It was so life-changing for me uh, that I definitely felt the call to share that and spread that, which is why I began my training to lead transformational programs. You know, and then I've had a couple of other ones. There was a point in which... um, I was asked to do an exercise in which I looked 20 years into the future and uh, really, really tried to picture myself in the future and, 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 and look around at what I would see myself doing. And I assumed I'd just be getting you know, you know, more you know, more of what I was, maybe more time on stage, maybe uh, more opportunities to lead, et cetera. And what I saw actually when I really looked surprised me. What I saw was myself supporting really young people who were coming into the world much more awake, much with, with gifts that I couldn't even imagine, and they were going to need nurturing. They were going to need like, um, kind, uh, trustworthy people to support them in their waking up. And that at the time I was kind of surprised and I didn't quite know what that meant, but I've absolutely experienced that over the past, I'd say five, six years, especially um, people in, in the range of like 18 to 25 years old, um, I'm regularly meeting them and they are coming in with, when they begin their meditation journey, for example, they're starting to get so much information. They're developing psychic abilities. They're developing healing powers. They're, they're, they're seeing, um, they're having these, you know, really incredible experiences with the divine and interdimensional experiences overnight. And I'm, I am have been attracting so many opportunities to support them. And even last night on my flight from Cancun home, I met this beautiful 25-year-old man. He's a professional athlete, and he had been at the Dr. Joe event. And We met in the airport, someone introduced us, and he changed his flight so he could be with me because he just really wanted to talk about what he'd experienced. And I could see that he was um, really having some pretty incredible downloads. He wasn't, he wasn't, uh, it, it wasn't, it was beyond the 3D. And we sat and he started to share with me and he really knocked my socks off. He could actually see very clearly when I was in my heart and when I was not in my heart. And all he had to do was like say something or ask a question and I would just go deeply into my cart. So he's developing this gift out of nowhere. And then he shared something that was so beautiful and so profound um, about himself um, that's, that, that dovetails with another aha moment I had a few years ago, which is, so I'm gonna set him aside for a second, just bracket him A few years ago when I was um, at a leadership course with uh, Werner Earhart, there were about 300 people in this course and high-level people. We're talking, maybe levels isn't the right way to put it, but we're talking about very successful, you know, people who have a, a, who've done a lot of personal work. And um, I was going to go to see the, um, it was in Cancun, and I was going to go see some of the ruins with a group of people, and the shuttle bus was full. So I rented a car with a man I just met that same day. And we jumped in the rental car and we were going to go meet the rest of the group at the ruins. And for some bizarre reason, it seemed bizarre at the time, he shared with me that he was a um, sex addict. So my first thought was like, okay, wow, I'm in a car with a man who I just met who's telling me he's a sex addict. What can I expect here? And... It ended up being, you know, he, he didn't there was there was nothing about him that was threatening to me at that moment. I think he just was being vulnerable with me. But when I got back to the room and I was up in front of the room and I was looking out at these 300 some people, I thought to myself, if 3 out of 5 girls, I think these are the statistics. I'm not an expert on this. If 3 out of 5 girls have been molested and 1 out of 5 boys has been molested. Who's doing the molesting? I was like it's definitely some of these people for sure. And I was like, okay, so they're sitting in these transformational courses, and have they ever actually been able to tell the truth about what they did so that they can heal and they can start to heal the planet? So who's healing the perpetrators became an important thing. So this is how this dovetails with this story from last night. I was so in my heart and such a safe space that this beautiful 25 year old man was able to tell me the truth that he had been a sexual perpetrator. And he was able to release that. He was so in his heart, he was just in my lap. Just imagine me on the airplane with this beautiful, huge man. He's like six, five, like 250 pounds, like in my lap and he's just crying. And he's seeing like all the ways that he can go home and have conversations with his roommates who also play for the same professional sports team uh, to start to change the paradigm of how the men in his his reality treat women. So I would say that those two moments when I saw the world differently, I saw myself and how I was gonna fit into things in the future, not like the rock star performer, but like supporting these beautiful people who are waking up and then also Beautiful. not seeing Oh sorry go ahead. Yeah and then just not seeing perpetrators as the ones that needed to be shoved aside and then we just only deal with the victims because clearly they were victims somewhere along the line to become perpetrators. Those two things to answer your question were really big life-changing moments for me as far as like yeah. what I wanted to contribute
1: so beautiful thank you for sharing those so much and when we come back from break we'll hear from Kimberly on her Lion King moment and then I want to dive deep into some tangible tips some things that you can actually do in your life and and with your business or the things that you can do to create a greater impact in the world today we'll hear from these amazing women on some tangible tips so don't go anywhere we'll be right back
3: Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course, you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power, too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers
0: Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Welcome back to Spotlight. If you're just
1: joining us, today's show is off the charts. In fact, it was so off the charts that it blew my internet earlier, but luckily I have some amazing women here that took the lead. And um, we're we're talking, we're having a conversation with uh, Kimberly and Sheila and Charity on how to really grow your impact in the world. As we heard from the first segment, all of these women have done some incredible things in their life. They felt the calling to step up to make a greater impact in people's lives and have done it from a really heart-centered way that are helping and influencing other people people, and especially other women throughout the uh, throughout the world. So um, as we come back here, we've been sharing our Lion King moments, our moments that we felt like, wow, this is it. I need to step up. I have a mission. I have a calling. I have something to do in the world. Charity shared hers, which was uh, when she was watching the Lion King. Sheila shared a couple of beautiful experiences she's had in her life that has led her to be inspired to make a greater impact. Kimberly, what was that Lion King moment for you? Oh,
3: well, I have to follow on on Sheila's heels here and say that for me, it was many different moments. And I just want to highlight one thing that she shared that really stood out to me is we often think of impact as being this macro, large scale, far reaching thing. But if we can have impact on just one person each day by giving them presence, by giving them compassion, and by really dropping into our heart, then that is going to have a ripple effect that's going to affect so many more people than you could even imagine. So for me, impact isn't just about uh, you know getting on the TED stage. It's also about just showing up on social media in a way that's really authentic, in a way that invites other people to be authentic. And so and when I think back to, to my Lion King moments, for me, it's always either a book or an event. These are the turning points that I can remember in my life where someone else showed me that something is possible. And there was a voice inside me that said, I want that. I can do that. And then another voice that said, yes, you're meant to get started. (laughs) Go now, don't wait. And, uh, and so I hope that anyone who's listening to this show right now who feels, you know, I got chills while Sheila was talking and parts of her story. If you feel that resonance, if you feel like part of what we are sharing in this episode today, is true for you too then that's because it is and so whether that's listening to a podcast episode or reading a book or going to a transformational event if there's any whisper in your ear that says you're meant for more it's because you are and so i just look back at at all the different moments that i heard that and then the inevitable moments when i forgot to listen and, and trust that it comes back. And so that for me has been what 2021 is all about. Just like remembering my power, stepping into beautiful connections, like the friendship I now have with you, Allison, and the connections I get to have today with Charity and Sheila and trusting that, uh, you know, when you put yourself out there to make that impact, you will be supported. And so just really knowing that, um, that you're meant for it if you, if you feel called to it.
1: I love that and as you were talking I saw this this vision uh, of like you are a candle and you light somebody mm. else's candle and then they light somebody else's and this ripple effect of light spreading throughout the earth and it's because someone had lit your candle and i think that's yeah. what impact's all about and i really appreciate you bringing up what true impact means and and you're right it's not always a big reach i remember these moments in my life i remember one in particular moment i was just launching the speakers coalition i had this big launch party for the speakers coalition it was this beautiful location in dana point california and we had this private dinner and there were celebrities celebrities there and speakers there and and music and and there was a red carpet we had set up i i'd had had a red carpet come in and set up this red carpet and um, so these different celebrities and speakers that were attending the event could go through and, um, you know, it was my turn to go through and all the attention was on me because this is the launch of the Speakers Coalition as the founder. And, and I remember going through this carpet, just anticipating all these amazing things that I could say to help influence people to share their voices with the world. And I step on this red carpet and the first question was, so what are you wearing tonight? I was like what? Um it's a dress, you know. <laughs> and I was just I thought well is that is that even important? What? And and it was it, it was interesting because um during my growth and development I definitely went through phases and times where you know I was on red carpets or stages or different media platforms and there were times where it was fun, but I definitely the moments that stand out to me the most are not, you know, these big events that I was at with celebrities. It was the moment where somebody comes up to me and they look in my eye and they say, thank you. My life is changed because I attended your event or I didn't feel like I wanted to live. And then I learned something here that made me want to live that lit that flame in me again, that lit that spark that gave me hope. And it's those moments that of impact that are the most fulfilling for me. So Kimberly, I'll, I'll throw it back to you with this question that I'd love to hear from Charity and Sheila as well. But what is your secret? I, you, you've been on a TED stage. I know you have programs that you have people in. What would you say to somebody who's wanting to make a true impact on the world, who's feeling that calling right now? What is it that they should do to step into that mission, that calling, that role?
3: Mm, Great question. So two things come to mind. This is one of which has been such a, a beautiful lesson as of late, and that is start with service. Like as soon as I consciously turned it over to source, to the universe, to God, whatever you believe in, as soon as I consciously said, I just want to serve, show me what to do, show me how to show up, in the most Kim way that I could, so that I can serve at the greatest scale that I possibly can, um, or have the greatest impact that I can, whether that's with one individual or with many. And so really focusing on being of service and forgetting about how many likes you have on a certain post or, um, you know, how many opens you got on a certain newsletter. Like, yes, those things are important to a degree, but when you come from a place of service, you are supported. The universe serves you in helping other people. So that's number one, is just get really clear on uh, how you want to serve people. And number two is do it in a way that is fun for you because if you burn out on all the shoulds, if you are constantly creating a to-do list and forgetting to create your to-be list, like who it is you want to be each day, then you're quickly going to run out of steam. But if you can show up as you know the most authentic, most fun, most playful, most giving version of yourself, whether that's in a program, in a social media post, on an interview like this, then you're going to have more energy to go longer and be able to have a greater impact in the long run because you're not going to burn out and you're not going to become jaded by the process. So that is focusing on being of service and just showing up in a way that feels the most fun for you.
1: Mm, I love that. I remember learning from a mentor. Uh, a while ago that the secret to success is to learn to give, serve, and share, just to give, serve, and share. And so I I love that advice, strive to do that throughout my life. And I also really like the idea of just surrendering and saying, hey, here's who I am and this is what I want to do. At This um, Joe Dispenza workshop that I was there with Sheila last week there was this moment that I had just this epic experience, but it was interesting because earlier that day I'd had this struggle. I was telling Kim about this last night too, but I had this struggle with my ego and my identity. Like who am I? How am I really showing up in the world? What am I offering to people? How am I being known? You know, and I struggle with it through the day. And then there was this moment during meditation where I just surrendered becoming nobody and nowhere and nothing. And the moment I really let go of that and just surrendered, I felt the divine moving all around me and through me. I felt that God energy and I think that 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 is a key secret is to be able to surrender to let go of your identity so that you can become the channel or the source for something greater. So thank you for sharing that. Charity, What from your bottom of your heart, you're making such a great impact in the world. What was it that you did? What advice could you give to somebody that's listening that says, I just, I feel the world needs me right now. I want to make that impact. What would you tell them?
4: That's a conversation I would just love to have. So this is a dream come true question. Okay, Um, first of all, I'd say detox. I'm not just talking about body, but I'm talking spirit. Detox, because you want to be a clean vessel in order to be used to do the service and all those big things that you want to do. All of the doubt, the fear, the second guessing, um, the double mindedness, the lack of preparation. You've got to get that stuff out of the way, because if you really want the big moments, you have to prepare for them. And the big moments don't resonate if they're not coming from a clean, pure, holy, separated place. So first of all, you need to detox. Uh, secondly,
1: Char- Charity, I want to I ask yes. a follow-up question on that because I okay. love that idea and I 100% agree. How, how do you do that? How do you oh, detox? Because cool. I, I always think mm-hmm. to myself, oh, I need to let this go. I need to let this emotion go. I shouldn't be feeling this way. But yeah, mm-hmm. I sometimes I do feel that way. So what do you do in those moments when you're recognizing you need to detox? How do you do
4: it? I get really still. Now, still could be working out or still could be sitting on the floor. But I get mentally and spiritually still so that I can hear and truly evaluate from a spirit place about what I'm feeling. It's easy to have a knee-jerk reaction to something, and then it goes into something else, and then something else, and so forth. But I get really still, and once I've identified, yeah, this is you, or yeah, this is toxic. It happened to you. What are you going to do about it? I then tell it, I'm going to release you. Now, that sounds crazy to people. That's why I say either get on the track and run it out so people think you're listening to music and you're not talking to yourself, or get in the floor when you're alone, but I tell it go. And here's why I say I tell it. I believe that life and death is in the power of the tongue. That's the scripture. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. This is what I, I know about breath and life, Allison. When we breathe, there's DNA in our breath. I did some research. So those platelets, that air, moisture, it holds DNA in it. And if that DNA is coming from a living place, then what I speak to, I put living DNA in it, and it lives. But if I'm dying inside, if I'm toxic, if I'm rotten, when I speak, then I'm putting that into what I'm speaking to. When I tell the thing to go, if it's not meant for my environment, my life, my destiny, ministry calling, whatever you want to call it, I tell it it doesn't belong here. I tell it to go. So I give it permission to go to some dead place, go to some isolated place. You can't stay here. And so then I begin to create the environment around me that I want. I speak to my environment. So instead of inviting bitterness and toxicity and doubt in, I start to remind myself of who I am. Come on, go back to the Lion King. You're more than this. And so I remind myself of who I am at my spirit level. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I have the acumen I need. I have the capacity I need. I have the God in me. Um, who's able to transform environments. I am limitless and I am boundless. And so if there's a forgiveness that needs to happen, I have the capacity to forgive and to move that on. So everything comes down to choice, but we don't hear clearly enough if we're not quiet, if we're not centered and really balanced to hear. Because in those times, the worst thing you can do is make a knee-jerk response or reaction. That's the worst thing you can do. So I try to operate from a well-balanced place and a still, quiet, um, owned place. I want to own my responses, if that makes sense to you. Right?
1: Mm, Yes, Um. absolutely. I, I love that. So much, and I I like the um the you know like the tangible tips because I agree with you and um and I think it can be it can be difficult sometimes to let those things go so I appreciate you sharing that and I know you had a second tip so love to mm-hmm. hear that and then we'll go over to Sheila what was your sure. uh, second
4: tip? So I'll quickly through the two. I would say the next thing after you do that leverage your relationships. The higher you elevate in service, it then elevates the people who are around you. So start to leverage that, right? Talk to people when you're in new environments, open those conversations and create opportunities for collaboration. And then finally, know your worth. Don't pass on the big moment saying, oh, I'll be behind the scenes and I'll give that to someone else or I'll give that to her. Don't pass on the big moment. This is your moment. So own it, know your worth and then own the big moment. Don't pass on it. So those are my tips.
1: I love it. Thank you so much for sharing those. And Sheila, I'm so eager to hear what your advice uh, for this is. I know you've just had some uh, really incredible experiences, including one that just happened last night. but how do you how do you step into that place of resonating of being the frequency where you can make an impact in other people's lives, where you can raise their frequency? What would be your tips?
2: Oh, thank you! Wow, and I got so much out of what Kimberly and Charity shared. Wow, incredible! Um, you know, the Kimberly said something like "start with service," and I love that she said that. And I might add, also to just start, just begin with something, right? You know, if you if you're going to do a little workshop you have an idea for. If there's only two people in your workshop, you're gonna learn, you're gonna gain momentum, you're gonna feel so good about what you contributed and you're gonna start to gain confidence um, as you see people really transform in front of you with your, in in the, um, as you share your gift. So start, just begin somewhere. It doesn't have to be a huge thing that you create that has modules and yada, 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 right? So just begin. Um, I loved also what Charity said about knowing your worth. Um, you know, I'll be real honest. I'm so um, tuned into opportunities when it's one-on-one uh, with people. And I'm very confident when it's one-on-one because I just, I just know that if I'm present and if in my, if I'm in my heart, I I will have the opportunity to to bring something that will make a difference. And to be real, I'm, kind of shy. So, even today, you know, yesterday, uh, Allison asked if I would participate in this, and I, I was like, and of course, because Allison's amazing, and I was so honored to be asked. And then this morning, I was thinking, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> I'm going to get on this show. I don't know what I'm going to say. Allison's so amazing. I don't even know if, I, if I'm if i going to be able to, like, you know, contribute something worthwhile. And then I get on, and you know, I think this is probably the, the the in combination with knowing your work is la- worth is to speak it, say what, be willing to say what you are out loud, because as I hear myself sharing about myself, I hear it in a way that I'm like, of course, silly, you have something to contribute. But as I'm on my day-to-day life, you know, I'm just kind of move along and I don't think of myself as being anything special. So... I would say to, um, you know, I actually have a sticky note on my monitor that says self-belief, like self-belief, because I, well, I think it's good to be humble, and Allison even said something earlier about, you know, becoming nothing so that we can be, uh, you know, be a vessel, I don't know if I'm, I'm probably not saying this in exact your, in your words, Allison, but you know, there's something really powerful that I've experienced in becoming so humble. Like, I really am nothing. Like, I really am nothing. There's, there's, you know, if we live in the present moment, nothing that I've done in the past is I can hang on to and be right now. And there's so much power in that. And yet, if we're not willing to speak up and say what we are, Uh, will lose opportunities to contribute because people won't even know to come to us for that, right? So I think, you know, somehow as a master embracing both of those things, the humbleness and then also knowing how powerful it is to speak up and say what our gifts are is so important.
1: Yeah, I really appreciate Mm you sharing that. One of the things I love the most about that is this idea of, you know, feeling, are we Are we really enough? Who am I to share with the world? Who am I to do this? But when we let go of the I and we surrender, we realize we're just the divine vessel. We're just the vessel for God flowing through us and sharing gifts and knowledge and things that can help influence the world. But it, it can be so interesting. It felt like in my life for a while that no matter how much I accomplished and I achieved, I was always feeling like I had to prove myself. I would always go to events or before I spoke on stage or before I even posted Facebook post. I would be thinking about, ah, who am I? How can I, how can I add to that? What, what can I do? And, and, and there just has to become a time in your life when you realize that you are enough just as you are. And it can either be at the beginning of the journey or towards the end. My, my mentors, uh, mentored Marianne Williamson. So um, he mentored her as she was running during the presidential election. He's now my current mentor. And he shared with me a story about, you know, some of the times when she felt, and she shares this too, so I don't feel like it's in breach to share it, but when she felt like she wasn't enough, here she is, Marianne Williamson, you know, running as a presidential candidate for president of the United States. And there was this moment, she said, well, who am I to do this? And he, he said, I looked at her and said, who are you not to do it? You know, the very person that has the quote, I don't have it memorized, but you know, um, it's a really famous quote. I'm going to have to look it up here, um, but, but it's, I'm sure you've all heard it. It's a quote by Marianne Williamson. It's about who am I and who am I not to, um, let me see if I can find this really quickly. We'll see how fast I can, I can Google this up because it's worth, it's worth listening to this. Yeah. She While you look for that. Can I add something? Yeah. Um, and I found um, that I so fast, but please add to it. Though. Oh get it. No, 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 get it. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's just she said our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, we are so um actually who are you not to be? And so you're playing small doesn't serve the world. So again, she went to him and she said, who am I to run for president and do all this? And he said, he was able to use her quote. He said, who are you not to be? <laughs> you are brilliant. You don't play small. So um, I think it's a continual process for me. I don't think I've arrived yet, but I think it's a process of continuing to surrender and becoming nothing so that I realize I am everything. My Angelou said, when you realize that you're Nowhere and nothing. That's when you're everywhere and and you belong to yourself. So when you belong nowhere into nothing, that's when you belong everywhere into yourself. I'm probably butchering that a little bit, but that really is the true surrender process. And Kimberly, I know you had had something to add to this
3: as well. Yeah, I would love to. Just circling back to, you know, how can people listening to this episode right now really make an impact? Well, Sheila just shared that. By giving us the space on this call to step up and own our gifts and voice those and really get to hear ourselves articulate all that we've been able to accomplish and, and really have to like step into a position of ownership for that, you, Allison, are giving us a gift. You are impacting us by allowing us to share our gifts. And and it reminded me of um, the, the greatness exercise that you and Gerald lead at some of the events when I ran soul activation for you guys this past week while you're at Joe Dispenza, I did a modified version of it. It's something that I call uh, I'm a badass. It's, called, it's like a, a brunch that I'll host sometimes it's called the badass brunch where you go around the table and first you say, I'm a badass because, and then you get to go on a rant and just say all the reasons that you are freaking awesome, like all the greatness that lives within you. And then other people respond by saying, that is so true. And then they go around the circle and say, you are a badass because, and they witness your greatness. And the only response that you get to have is, thank you. That is so true. And so I share that because by allowing other people to shine their light, kind of like the candle metaphor you were sharing earlier, that is a type of impact that you can have. So anytime you are connecting people, you are giving them a platform, you are giving them an opportunity to remember their divinity, their truth, their gifts, their beauty, that is a type of impact you can have. So it doesn't necessarily always have to be you on stage being the teacher, the leader, but if you can sit with people and maybe love or raise them up, that is a, is a beautiful way that you can have impact in the world. So just wanted to share that. I
1: I love that. And, and I love going on those rants where I get to remind myself or are getting to uh, brag about myself. And it's, it's so interesting. I mean, I look at, uh, you know, Sheila and Kimberly and Charity look at all of you and think, Oh, you're such amazing women. You've arrived. And then to hear Sheila say, Hey, sometimes I feel like I haven't arrived. Sometimes I feel like, you know, that what do I have to share? Who am I? It's, it's refreshing to hear. And also I think as we step into this space of saying, who am I, but I'm going to do it anyway. I, I know that I have these gifts and these, these talents and abilities. We give people permission to do the same as we show up in our greatness. We give the others around us an opportunity to show up in their greatness. So if you want to make an impact on the world, just show up. Just show up. And you'll give other people permission to show up too. We had this uh, opportunity. I just feel inspired to share this now. I don't know why, but somebody needs to hear this, so I'm going to share it. Uh, During our last event, one of the things that we focus on in Legendary is being an unapologetic expression of yourself, being an unapologetic expression of yourself. And so we were at this event. We had about 40 people there, one of whom is our client, and he is a seven-time Emmy Award-winning artist. So he's a composer, a music composer. He's composed scores that have actually won Emmys. And um, for my unapologetic expression of me, I thought, what would make me really happy right now? And I love word flow. I call it rap sometimes. Sometimes I call it word flow. But I just turn on music that has a good beat, and I just start talking in rhythm with the music, whatever comes to my mind, whatever flows out in the moment. Sometimes it rhymes, sometimes it doesn't. And I was a little nervous, but I thought, I want to give people the permission to show up as the unapologetic expressions of themselves. And so as a presenter, I need to do this. So I got up on stage and I played this acoustic version of Senorita in the background. And I just started talking and flowing. And By the world standards, I wouldn't win any awards. I'm not even considered very good, but I had so much fun just getting up there and stepping into this unapologetic expression and version of myself, and and it was so fun, and then we did some other exercises. Well, the next morning, this client of ours who's won these Emmys came to me, and he said, Allison, I want to thank you so much. You taught me a great lesson by giving yourself the permission to suck in front of us <laughs> first. I thought, oh, I don't know if this is a compliment. I'm feeling a little insecure right now. But he said, no, in, in giving yourself permission to not be perfect in what you did, it give, gave me permission to move forward. I've always struggled with perfectionism. And that's always interrupted my flow. And thank you for just showing up in this unapologetic expression of yourself and allowing yourself to suck. And to do it with confidence he said, I learned a great lesson from that. So sometimes it's even showing up and sucking, but it gives people the opportunity to actually show up and be themselves and be the unapologetic versions of themselves as well. So you never know how you can inspire somebody. And speaking of inspiring people, making an impact, I know that if you're listening to this show, that these beautiful women have made such a great impact on you. And I want to give them an opportunity to let you know how you can continue to follow them, how they can continue to impact your life, and how they can continue to inspire you. So I'd love to just go through, and just briefly, we've only got a few minutes left, give each of them an opportunity to share how you can be in their circle of impact and influence. So Charity, let's start with you. How can, if someone's been inspired by your words today and they want to follow you or want to have the opportunity to be um, inspired by you more, how can they... How can they find
4: you? Um, A couple of uh, ways to do that. Uh, But before I give that, let me just say this, and I know we're over time, so if I have to give up some of my contact time, it's fine. I want to speak to the woman who may be afraid to do that unapologetic version of yourself and may think that bragging on yourself is is toxic, not when it comes from a pure place. So there's some women out there who may be listening, well, I have issues with that. If I brag on myself, am I being uh, arrogant? Absolutely not. If it's true and if it comes from a, a holy and a clean place and you're actually able to be the answer for somebody, you owe it to them to tell them you can be that for them. So that's my skill on that. Um, yes. So, so my, my contact information, I'd love to have women in the community um, connect. Go to mommiescreatingeconomies.com or you can create your own economy.com. You can also uh, connect with me on social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Send me a note. And I'm great for a cup of coffee over Zoom. I like connecting one-on-one and really getting um, an authentic, organic connection with women and with people. I'll just say with people. So those are great ways to contact me. Love to uh-huh. talk to you.
1: Thank you so much, Charity. It's been an honor to have you on the show. Kimberly, how Good. can people get a hold of you or find out more about you?
3: Thank you, Allison. Yeah, I love connecting with people one-on-one as well. Um, Growing community is such a huge part of my life. And so the more I learn about you, the more I can connect you with all the right people that'll help lift you up. So Instagram is the best place to do that. My handle is at the Kimberly Rich, R-I-C-H. And then uh, one of the things that Charity mentioned earlier is like really focusing on connections in your life and high value high vibe connections so i actually have a free training about how to connect with people of influence and really big leaders in the industry if you feel like um, you could add value to their life and their mission will help further yours there's really unique and fun and genuine ways to do that so if you go to the theboldlifemovement.com free then you can access that free training and and it'll just get you on my list so you'll get notified of all sorts of goodies. Um, I'm currently running a 100 Days to High Vibe program, which is really beautiful and I'll I'll be rerunning it again in a couple months. So uh, definitely get on my list to hear more about that. It's been epic and I can't wait to share more about how people are raising their vibe.
1: Yes, thank you so much for being here, Kimberly. Sheila, how can people find out more about you?
2: Uh, they can go to thegrangernetwork.com. dot com. That's G R A N G E R network.com. or they can email me at Sheila at grangernetwork.com. dot com, and I am also on Facebook. It's Sheila Wright. Wright is with a W W R I G H T.
1: Oh, Thank you so much, Sheila, for being here. So privileged and honored to be with all of you. I want to extend a personal invitation for all three of you to attend our upcoming Women of Influence Mastermind. I'll send more information to you about that. But um, we're gathering women of influence who are making a great impact in the world together and who are doing good in the world um, in May. So I'll Connect with you more about that. If there's anybody listening that wants more information about that, it's a very small group of women and we have an application process, but um, you can email me allison at soulintuition.com and For the rest of you that are listening and you are just getting into impact and, and influencing the world uh, and you want to get into peak state every day, make sure and join us each morning at 8.40am Mountain Standard Time for a brief 15 minute soul activation. Kimberly talked about it as well and you can uh, go to that at www.legendary.com legendaryzoom.com that's legendaryzoom z-o-o-m Z-O-O-M.com. and until next week have a brilliant and fantastic high frequency uh, day today and we'll see you next week where we'll be talking about more ways that you can step into the best version of you i'm allison h larson and you've been listening to spotlight